Hello, people of the internet. This is Honor Rock on Tour. And her editor, Katie. And we are here to answer some of the niggling little questions that actually, I don't know if you have ever wondered this about me or not, but we're going to answer them regardless. Today, we are going to talk about the writing process or kind of what goes into it. So the first question is, what's the worst piece of writing advice you've ever received? Write what you know. That is the worst piece of advice I've ever gotten. In fact, I have a whole rant about that piece of advice because it does not mean what people think it means, if that makes sense. At least when I first heard it, I was 13, didn't know what I was doing, didn't really have any good advice around me. But that is the one piece of advice that everybody wants to tell you when you're trying to write a book, which is write what you know. I'm a fantasy author. Nobody knows squat about dragons and gnomes and elves and how magic works. And every world that you create is completely different. It doesn't follow the same rules. It doesn't have the same battle tactics. It doesn't have the same characters. There's no writing what you know. Nobody knows this world. You don't know this world. I mean, as you're creating it. Like I said, I have the whole rant about this. I finally figured out what they really meant about that piece of advice was to take parts of what you know, your experiences, things that you've seen, learned about, and incorporate part of that into the world. The reason why we like fantasy, of course, is because we get to play with the extraordinary. And the very best fantasy authors make the ordinary extraordinary, which is a very limited tactic. But if you use it well, it works wonders. Like um, like a looking glass. Actually housing a sentient magical being and being able to talk to the Wicked Queen as an example. But really... Part of it is giving some kind of basis so that when people are reading even a fantasy novel, they'll go, ah, yes, I've been in that situation before or something similar. I've you know, experienced that kind of a taste. I've you know, known that kind of a person. Uh, I've been in that kind of a, a crazy, embarrassing moment. Enough to where they can connect to the characters, they can connect to the story. And that's really what the advice means. But one sentence, right? But you know, it's so misleading. Oh my gosh. Okay, I need to stop. I'm going to rant about this. I have to also wonder if write what you know really refines down to the people and the experiences. So even though it may be a fantasy world and you're creating the world, you're creating all these creatures you're still putting in people. Like the basic emotions haven't changed. The interactions haven't changed. So it could be what they're really trying to say is think about the people you know around you. Think about how you interact with someone, how your friends interact with each other, how strangers interact with each other, and put that into the story. Because as a reader, we want something to connect to. Mainly the characters, the situation sometimes, but it, it may be that it's more on a, psycholo- a psychological level of what do you know versus, well, I know about history, so 
I'm going to write all these historical things and try and go from there. I'm sure that's basically what most people mean. Uh, I'm also sure that this piece of advice means totally different things to different genres. I mean, if you're talking to someone who writes true crime, then yes, they should be writing exactly what they know because they're not in a realm of fiction. You know, if you're talking to someone who is you know, writing a history book, I'm sure it's the same way. It's just, it's the worst blanket advice to give someone who is writing fiction, fantasy specifically, which is why I have issues, deep founded, personal, betrayed issues with that statement. Well, if, if you're writing beyond what you know, because it's a fantasy realm, how do you prepare? What type of research do you do? And how long do you research before you begin a book? Uh, I don't typically research before I start. Um, as odd as that sounds, because normally the idea in my head, I've got the first two or three chapters at least. So I'm able to just sit there and start. Um, but I do have to do research after that point because normally it's the details that give me writer's block more than anything else. I'll get stuck on the strangest details. And at that point, it really depends. Sometimes I have to do research for two or three days. Like when I was making the Kingmaker's governmental system. I spent three days researching that. Oh my gosh, that was so much research. Um, Kingslayer took a lot of research because it was basically ancient Persian battle techniques. And I know squad about ancient Persian battle techniques. So I had to do a lot of research there. Um, and and sometimes it's just a matter of Google. You know, um, I had this problem with Lost Mage. What kind of a ship can you use that two adults can sail but can still house you know, four or five different people? Schooner. But I didn't know that. I know nothing about sailboats. So I had to Google it. Uh, Wikipedia is my friend. I know there's a lot of teachers, especially high school teachers that are going to groan when they hear me say this, but really I spend a lot of time on Wikipedia. Um, especially with Artifactor, I had to do a lot of research into mythical races because, of course, Savannah has to resource you know, unicorn tears and dragon's blood and all sorts of different things. But I had to incorporate other mythical beings from different cultures to give her a good rounding of different elements to draw from. And how often do you really learn about mythical beings from different cultures? Not very often, at least not me. So I, I had to do a lot of research there. And I still have a complete list, like six or seven pages long, of just mythical beings that Savannah can draw from. Okay, next question. What's your favorite part of the book to write? And what is your least favorite part? Favorite part? The beginning. Uh, least favorite part? The ending. Oh gosh. For totally different reasons. Um, the beginning is just so much fun. Because you have so much possibility at that point. You don't have a lot of structure to the book. You don't have a lot of... Um, you don't, well, not, not just plot, but you you don't have a lot of restrictions at that point. Uh, I think it was Beatrix Potter that said that there was something delicious about the beginning words of a story because you never knew where you would quite end up. And I have to agree with her. That is the best part because you don't know how it's going to end. 
and see that's why I hate the endings is because I get four or five chapters away from the ending going holy crap I still don't know how to end this thing and then I sit there and I panic and I I try to come up the plot bunny and yeah um the ending is definitely the hardest because I don't want to just end the book I want to really end the book make it awesome and awesome endings are a little hard to come up with how often does the ending of the book surprise you very often because I have no idea what I'm doing when I begin a book um sometimes I'll write the ending of a book and I'll look at it and say wow that's sappier than I normally write that's interesting um sometimes I'll write the ending of a book and go is that is that the end wait really was was that all dang it because my brain doesn't really want to let go of them any of the characters any of my worlds it's it likes to have fun with them which is probably why I really struggle to finish anything because my brain doesn't want to. A little bit earlier, you said, uh, or I said, uh, you know, characters are, you write what you know. So when you create people, you're, you're writing what you know. Are any of your characters based on people you know in real life? Um, yes. Yes. Uh, not all of them. Quite a few. Um, Shad is based off a friend of mine named Dave Palmer and Dave is a complete rascal in real life so whenever I had got stuck figuring out how would Shad react to the situation because Shad and I are, are complete polar opposites in personality I asked myself the next question what would Dave do and that usually answered my question uh, sometimes I have situations where like with Garth he was initially based upon my youngest brother Chris but four or five chapters in he kind of developed his own personality like he and Chris are similar in respect but they're nowhere the same men at the same time it's kind of interesting um, sometimes I don't really base a character strictly off a person sometimes I take an element of them and put it into characters and apparently I've done this often enough to where my fans have caught on I got a question from a fan at one point where he was worried about me. He's like, are you, are you directionally challenged? Because I notice a lot of your characters are, and I had to laugh. I'm like, no, it's quite the opposite. Most of the people around me are directionally challenged and I'm good with directions. I just think it's funny, which is why <laughs> so many of my characters are directionally challenged. So yes and no. Um, sometimes my characters or a reaction to something I've read or something I've watched. And I think, oh, that person's awesome. And so I initially come away with the concept of, I wish I had a person that was a little like this. But it, that initial concept never actually goes much further than like one characteristic or two characteristics. And then they become their own person in my head. And then sometimes, like Savan, they will pop into their, my head and go, hi, I'm a jewel-wielding guildmaster. Nice to meet you. And then they leave. And it takes me six months to get them back. <sighs> Those are always the most bothersome characters. But you, know, you normally, when I get them back, they at least talk to me. And they'll tell me most of the story, which is helpful. Of, of these head-popping-in characters or, or ones that you've seen that have just like formed from bits and pieces. Do you have a particular favorite? And is there any that uh, you'd want to spend the day with? And if so, what would you do? That's really hard to answer. Um, I love most of my characters. 
except for you know the the ones that I have to kill off in the books because they're too mean. Um, and, and I like them for different reasons. Like I love Savannah because she's an absolute brat. She'd be so much fun to hang out with. I would be a little worried about explosions because things tend to explode when she gets mad. But um, I don't know if I had a choice to just hang out with somebody. It's kind of a toss up. Like I think hanging out with Savon would be really fun. Um, Shalong would be really fun. I don't know. It's kind of like asking me, what's your favorite book? And I've never been able to come up with an answer with that one either. I think I'd have to take turns. It'd be like some kind of a custody battle. I just have to take turns. All right. Well, that's all I have for today. Fans, if you have any questions, please let us know. We would love to answer them. And in the meantime, this is Katie. And Honor. And we hope you have a wonderful day.